everyone, and welcome back to Newsies Minute. The podcast where we analyze the 1992 Disney movie musical Newsies one minute at a time. I'm your co-host, Aaron. I'm your co-host, James. And before we start Minute 91... Okay. I have something I need to tell you. Okay. Did you know that Aaron Lore, who plays Mush... Yeah? ...is married to Idina Menzel? What? That is the face my brain made when I learned this. I tried to look him up on Twitter to see if he was on Twitter... And all I could find was hashtag Aaron Lore. She was married to Tay Diggs? Mm-hmm. And then divorced, and then and, got a and divorce? And they, they have a little boy together. They split up, and apparently, like, two years ago, she and Aaron Lore got married. Because of Rent? They met during Rent. Huh. I think. They also were on Broadway together in some show that I don't remember the name of. Wicked. No, it wasn't Wicked. He was Glenda. No, that was Kristen Chenoweth. It's a common mistake. <laughs> Wait, who is she married to? Mush. Oh, not Glenda. Not Glenda. Okay, I always get Aaron Lauren, Kristen Chenoweth. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like I said, common mistake. That's so stupid. <laughs> what a stupid bit. That's so interesting. Yeah. Huh, and they've been married for two years? Like, I think they got married in like 2016, so like three years, two to three years. Oh, well, congratulations to them. Yeah. But that's so interesting. Yeah. I have, this is, see, this is why I, I, it's actually, it's actually a little bad because I'll be like, I'll be talking to Kristen or not even, I'll like call her and be like, who's so-and-so married to? So-and-so. Right. Okay. Like I have, like, I have to, I, I can't keep it straight. Like, yeah. This was like, I, I tried to see if he was on Twitter. Yeah. And I typed his name in and he's not on Twitter yeah. as evidenced by the fact that all of Idina Menzel's posts referencing him have his name as a hashtag, hashtag and not an yeah. at yeah and there were like she there were tweets from like 2016 where she was like just married my best friend at or hashtag aaron lore and like pictures of them and he looks just different enough that i'm like is that him and he's like come on it's me mush well he wasn't saying that but if there had been a speech bubble in the picture then i wouldn't have been so confused oh there you go i did kind of a deep google because yeah. i was like is this this like is it the same guy? Because I knew he was in Rent. Yeah, but from I'm like my, that was from my awesome deep from your awesome rent. thing. Yeah, but I'm like that was like 2005. Right. She was still married to Tay Diggs at that point. Right. And they were in Rent. Yeah, all three of them. Whoops. She stayed married to Tay Diggs for a few years yeah. after that, though. So yeah, she, it, it sounded like she and Aaron Lore were buds. Well, I I don't know if they even necessarily like I'm sure they knew each other during Rent, but he was only in. A couple of scenes, yeah. to my knowledge. Yeah. So, and I don't know if she was even in those scenes. So they may not have even been on the set at the same time. I don't know. But it sounds like they were cast opposite each other in some show on Broadway that wasn't one I was familiar with. Hmm. But people hmm. who know Broadway better than I do probably are like, oh, yeah, that one. Oh, yeah, sure. But, yeah. Hmm. So it sounds like that's probably really, like, she was already split up with Tay Diggs at that point, I think. So. Interesting. Yeah. Do you know that um, when I think of Idina Menzel and and you in the same context, I put... Uh, a, First of all, I'm yeah. flattered that you ever think of Idina Menzel and me in the same context. Absolutely. You gave me the, you gave me the World War Z. What was it called? Uh, Planet Z. Yeah. You gave me that on, on CD. Mm-hmm. And it was just in my uh, Alanis Morissette phase. Mm-hmm. And so... I think of when I think of Aaron and Idina Menzel, Alanis Morissette is is a third chunk in that puzzle. In that I think of Idina Menzel as like another grungy Canadian pop star, which I know she's not 
I think any, any of those. Any of those? <laughs> um, but I do think of it as the same thing. Just because it was of the time period when I was when I, you gave me that CD, yeah, and when, what I was listening to uh, among that. So some and like I know it's I I have Idina Menzel in the correct box elsewhere, uh huh. But when you come in, it's like some alchemy happens, and all of a sudden there's Alanis, and she's I'm, like, "Thank you." I'm fascinated. Nice. Thanks. I'm fascinated by the fact that I'm ever in the in in your brain in the same context with Idina and or Alanis. Yeah, and. But, like, also, I can kind of see it. Like, there were a couple songs on Planet Z that are kind of Alanis-y. Yeah. You the rest even... of, the songs that are, there are, like, two or three that I'm like, yeah, I can see the Alanis connection there. And the others, I'm like, no, totally. Like, that that was a kind of a weird album. She kind of yeah. spanned a lot of sound. I think, I mean, you, you surely annotated it for me since I'm that sure was how you, how you did. Mm-hmm. Um, so many words have to get out into the world. Mm-hmm. Um I wonder if at some point you were like, the song reminds me of Alanis Morissette or something. And I was like, I, there's some words I know. <laughs> That's possible. Yeah. So anyways. Yeah. So Mush is married to Elsa. There you go. They're both Disney characters. It makes sense. Uh-huh. Or um, Portman is married to Rent was the, when she played. Maureen, but yeah. Rent is not a Disney product, but in, she was also in Enchanted. Yeah. She was Patrick Dempsey's girlfriend in Enchanted. Yeah, she was. So Portman could be married if we're, I mean, if we're keeping... Yeah. Was that in... That was in New York City, of course. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Not Chicago, where Portman was from. Right. It would make more sense if Mush was married to What's-Her-Butt. Right. And Elsa was married to Portman. Right. Because Ice. Right. There we in go. Chicago. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and, and hockey. Right, right. Yeah. Even better than Chicago being the Ice Connection. <laughs> Anyways, minute 91. Yes, minute 91. <laughs> wow. Minute 91. I have it starting with, will you help me find my way? Yeah. And going through spot saying, hey, hey, where are you, Race? Yeah. Um, when I realized what we were getting to this week, uh-huh. I was both like, yay, and also like, oh. And then Real Big Fish's sellout started playing in my head. Okay. And it really hasn't stopped. Okay. Uh, um, I really like the lines, uh, you're my chance to break free, and who knows when my next one will be, Santa Fe, wait for me. Mm-hmm. I really like the, like, I know we're getting to rhyme uh, break free with something, mm-hmm. but there's like a couple of extended uh, beats between that line and the, uh, and who knows when, my, and who knows when my next one will be. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I really like the way they did that. Good job, Alan Menken. And I don't remember what his name is. Not. I want to say Tom Feldman. I don't think that's right. I don't think. It's like Jack something. Yeah, I think you're Jack right. Jack Nicholson. Kelly? There it is. It might not be Jack. <laughs> no, Jack does sound right, though. Um, it might just be because of Jack Kelly. Yeah, because it, it wasn't um, Howard Ashman because he was dying of AIDS. So, right. um, yeah, but I really like that a lot. And I also like that Crutchy came came back to... Now, see, I have a note that Crutchy peeking in on Jack is weird to me. I think I, I like it because I like Crutchy. Right. I get where you're coming from because it's sort of... But, like, I also understand it because it's like, all right, Jack, well, I'm going to see you. Is he is he singing in there? Hold on, I'm gonna just. Yeah, he's. Oh my god, this guy's like fully singing. But that's not the reaction that he had, though. It's like, it's like the last minute Jack took his little potato roll thing and turned away, and Crutchy just closed the door, like, "All right, time for a song break," and then waited outside with his hand on the on the little window thing until it was time to slide it open, slid it open, watch Jack sing a little bit. 
And like, we didn't see him close it again, did we? I don't think though. No. Because Crutchy closed it when Jack was like, we was beat before we was born. Yeah. And Crutchy's like, well, if you're going to be like that, then I'm going to go. Right. And except then, not really. Except, are you, are you singing? You're going to, are you reprising a song? Uh, reprising? Reprising? I don't know. I'm Crutchy. <laughs> Hiya, guys. Hiya, guys. Is it reprise or reprise? Yeah. Hey, Mr. S- Mr. Mr. Warden Snyder, sir. Is it reprise or reprise? Sullivan. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that bed was definitely just a cot with a mattress. Mm -hmm. You could not sleep on that. I don't, I do, the end that he was sitting on in this minute, so last minute I said it looked like it was like springs, like a grid of springs, but he was sitting on it in this one, and I got a slightly closer look, and it looked like maybe it was like straps, like Mm. leather straps or something making a grid instead of springs. So it could be like those, um... Like a cot. Is that what you just said? Yeah. Yeah, so like a, like a, like one of those cots that like fold, you can fold up and put in the corner or whatever. Yeah, but presumably you would still want some kind of thin mattress to put on top of it so you're not sleeping on like a weird... Like, cause like, it's like... Mean, a, it would almost be like sleeping in a hammock. Yeah. Where like, you know, your elbow's poking through here and, right. you know, your foot gets stuck down there. Hmm. Yeah, no, it would suck. Like the floor would be more comfortable. Yeah, but... Another option you have for for uh, spending the night is looking out your cell. Mm-hmm. Just staring out that window. Yep. Just... That really nicely spotlit window. Uh-huh. Pulling back. I was like, if listen, if you're going to pull back, at least give us some context as to where in the... I was like, wondering. I was like, have is this... Have 10-pin be at the window over yeah. there? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, is this the same window? Right. I mean, I, we know that the inside isn't the same, but like from the outside, is it the same window that we saw on the right. outside previously? Right. Um, are they just recycling a set? Right. Hmm. There was a window next to it, though. And I don't remember from Ten Pin's scene if there was a window next to that one. I think there was. Okay. So they but might... I, I got the impression that Jack was on a lower floor. Oh, okay. Like, I got, I got the impression, if it's a three-story building, I got the impression that Ten Pin and the rest of the boys were on the third floor, and that Jack was on a second story sort of situation. Okay. See, I thought when it pulled back, I thought that it was the top floor, but I wasn't... Hmm. It didn't pull back quite far enough yeah. to really be able to tell. Come on, Disney. Special edition. For the uh, 30th edition, 30th anniversary edition, though, they'll have all those uh, Blu-ray extended scenes where mm-hmm. they pull back fully. Yep. Out, fully out of, the, out of the refuge, out of the island, out of the city of New York, mm-hmm. into space. Yep. Where the aliens are watching newsies. Yep. Did you have anything else on that nope. scene? Nope. After that scene, we go to the next morning. Yes. Outside... The world. Yes. Or I guess in like Newsy's paper getting square. Yeah. And there's a big crowd of people, including David, chanting, stop the world, no more papes. Yep. And we see David as part of this crowd. Right. And some cops and yeah, it was was the the wagon with the papers Mm -hmm. and then a cop on horseback swinging a baton come through and kind of part the crowd. Right. And you've got David on one side of the crowd. Yeah. You've got racetrack on the other side of the crowd. And David is doing his chanting and he kind of looks around, and then all of a sudden gets really aggressive at racetrack. Is he say? Did he say I need help? Yeah. So what he says, he's so my note here is David is standing there chanting, "Stop the world, no more papes." The crowd parts, and then suddenly he looks around like he's looking for someone. Goes over and grabs racetrack and goes, "Racetrack, help me! I need some help." Right. But he says it so aggressively. And Racetrack is like, all right, I'm not deaf. I heard you. 
<laughs> Which I loved. In a delightful Max Casella moment. But like, what are you doing, David? Like, was that is that a direction? You, thing? First of all, what do you need? I think it was definitely direction. Yeah. But like, what do you need help with? Well, I think he, I think I tried to break Jack out of the the refuge, and he wouldn't go. I I would imagine that what he was what he was supposed to be doing was not being chanting in the scene. Now, I will say, I don't know if he was specifically, I didn't notice, I couldn't tell if he was actually chanting. Right. But he was definitely in the crowd looking like a part of the crowd until all of a sudden it was like he remembered he was supposed to be looking for racetrack. Hmm, that feels like a, maybe like a, a someone cut the scene wrong. Yeah, except that he was like in the middle of the screen. So it does feel like someone cut the scene wrong or like he was... He was supposed to come emerge from the crowd. And yeah, it it was it was a weird. I've never really noticed it before, but yeah. as with so many things in this format, I was like, "Wow, that was a weird moment." Yeah, and it and it wasn't like a frantic, like you know, oh my god, racetrack. I Jack, this whole thing with Jack. I had this fight with Jack last night. It was more like, "I need help. Why are you not helping me?" Right. And I'm like, "What are you doing, dude?" Right. And they don't. They never refer to it again. Yeah, because Racetrack's like, I'm not deaf. And then Spot. And then all of a sudden, Spot notices something. Yeah. And gets Racetrack's attention. And that's the end of the minute. <laughs> Racetrack, I need, I, need, I, need, I need you over here. I need your help. See? He said it in a normal voice. Yeah. I'm going to go help him. Yeah. Treating David like a, like a kindergartner. Yeah. Now, if, if you want to use your indoor voice, we're outdoors. David, don't talk back to me. <laughs> Listen to your Uncle Racetrack. <laughs> If you want to use your indoor voice and tell me you need help calmly, then I will help you after I've helped Spot. Spot, what is it? Hey, hey, look. Huh, yeah, I see that. Okay, now, David, is there something you wanted to say? I need help! <laughs> no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Go to the boarding house. Think about what you've done. I don't live in the boarding house. <laughs> don't, if I wanted your opinion, I'll ask for it. <laughs> well... <laughs> But what did Spot see, Aaron? Well, we don't we don't know till tomorrow. Dang it! I know. If you think you know what Spot spotted, you can come to Twitter and tell us. We are at Newsies Minute, and we are individually on Twitter. I am at Unabashed James, and I'm at Unabashedly Aaron. We also have a Patreon. It is Patreon.com/slash Aaron and James. Uh, you can support us financially in this and become an ambassador. But also, you can support us in our future endeavors going forward. And, uh, you know, who knows what they'll be. Yeah. We do. And we think they're going to like them. Uh-huh. So, do that. <laughs> <laughs> Good job, James. Thank you. Tomorrow we're going to see what Spot Spotted. Uh-huh. And let me tell you, I'll give you a hint. It's something. But until then... Soak them for crutchy. The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content.